everyone. Welcome back to Mercy Talk. This is Melanie Wise. And this is Jen Otero. And we are kicking off the month of July with a whole new area and a couple other things that we're going to be discussing this month, which will include self-care and accountability. Two areas that I think, Mel, are very, very important. And so we're just excited to kind of kick into those things, talk about what those look like, how they can be hindered, how to really build those in. Today, we're going to focus specifically on self-care, what it is, how it can be hindered. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, at the end of the day, self-care is just really those intentional choices and actions um, to take care of our physical, our mental, our emotional, and our spiritual health. And there really is that intentionality is the biggest word and the most important thing to really focus on because this is not something that just sort of shows up in your world. Right. It's something you have to really be intentional about putting into place. Absolutely. And you know, Jenna, because of the fact that a lot of our podcasts are kind of geared towards helpers and people who are helping others, Mm -hmm. this is such an important thing because it's not our natural bent a lot of times. When we have a heart for other people and we want to help others, like we're just constantly focusing yeah. on other people and we'll often neglect ourselves. But it's just so, so important. And it really does require a lot of intentionality because a lot of times if you are a helper, your default mode is constantly other people, other people, other <laughs> yes. people. And busyness. Right. And just staying busy with that. And because other people know that you have that heart, a lot of times they'll always come to you mm-hmm. and they'll always seek you out. And there's a long line of people who are always needing your help. And so for you to actually take care of yourself mm-hmm. in the midst of that requires a lot of intentionality and a lot of honestly like pre-planning and, yeah. and really setting aside that time and protecting that time. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the things that can make practicing you know, good self-care difficult. Maybe um, I can definitely say that one of my personal ones was just a lack of boundaries and really knowing kind of where I begin and end Mm -hmm. and what my role is in other people's lives. You know, we've talked a lot on Mercy Talk about whenever you are helping other people, what is your role? What are you and what are you not? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I tried to put myself in this position of being almost their everything and their go-to for all things and for all needs. And, And that was just not a good boundary for me with other people and therefore the ability for me to take care of myself was just out the window. I mean, it was just impossible when I had no boundaries, but also just, we've talked before about just taking false responsibility and, and carrying the weight of other people's issues and struggles um, to the point of where like literally you feel like it's your responsibility to fix and your responsibility to heal or whatever it might be. And so that obviously kind of goes along with lack of boundaries, but whenever you're carrying that Mm -hmm. very hard to take care of yourself. So true. But I think another thing that can be really prevalent, especially among Christians, you know, we're constantly told that like we're to pour out our lives for other people, we're to serve, we're to be others focused. And so a lot of times the idea of taking care of ourselves seems like it goes counter to what we're being taught yeah. in the church. It's all about others. It's all about others. It's all about others. But when it gets to the point of where you're literally neglecting taking care of yourself, mm-hmm. we're not saying focus your entire life on you. Right. We're just saying set aside some time and some energy even to just like let yourself, you know, get rejuvenated and get refreshed. But it can go a little bit counter our mindset of like, but it's supposed to be about other people. It's supposed to be, you know, about others and not me. And so I think a lot of times it's just kind of getting over that hump of thinking that it's selfish Mm -hmm. to take care of you. So I think that those can all be things that cannot kind of hinder that, but it's all really important. It's so true. And I think too, Mel, that 
you know, I think about the times and the seasons of my life where I've gotten super crazy busy, where you look and you're like, oh my gosh, how did I even mm-hmm. get through that season? Like grad school and full-time work and family or whatever it may be happening. And you look back and you're like, wow, the grace of God so covered that. And that's so great. But you come out of those seasons and I think sometimes you don't even realize like, what do I love to do and what mm-hmm. actually does pour into me? And do you know what I mean? There's actually, I think sometimes a, a place of not even just the intentionality of the self-care, but the intentionality of going, okay, what actually is self-care to me? Yeah. Because when you look at different types of people and the way they're wired and just, there's actually sometimes a learning curve to go, what is it that is actually really helpful and life-giving to me? Because what maybe is life-giving to you may not be life-giving to me. Sure. And really, I think there's there's a simplicity to this sometimes that we forget and that we miss, that we try to make it a little bit more overcomplicated than it is. Like for me, going to Starbucks with my chai tea and journaling or just reading for an hour is huge. Mm-hmm. But some people may not like that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? But it doesn't have to be this big, complicated, difficult thing. But there is sometimes that place of really being intentional of going, okay, what really feeds back into me? And it doesn't have to be expensive or crazy or, you know, a week trip to the Bahamas. It really mm-hmm. can just be something that is simple and small that I can start with to get intentional about building that in. And it, like I think you even just said, I think sometimes we can be challenged not only with the lie that it's selfish, but it also can sort of feel counterintuitive because we're so driven to try to take care of people and do what we need to do in whatever role it may be that it almost feels like, but to take an hour, think of all I could do with that hour of time. Mm -hmm. I could do laundry. I could clean out a cabinet. I could like wash my car. Yes. All of those things are great. But what could that hour do for you if you Mm -hmm. really do get intentional about making sure it's sewing back into yourself? Right. And so I think sometimes it's really recognizing even the lies that try to come in about self-care and about taking care of ourselves that get us stuck, Mm -hmm. that then we find ourselves down the road three, six months later and we are worn out and tired and no good for anybody Mm -hmm. and nothing's really getting done in a place of excellence. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think too, you know, you're saying that it can come in so many different forms and for some people, I've even noticed that their way to take care of themselves or their way to rejuvenate actually looks like work to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's probably because that's not the way I can rejuvenate. Yeah. So like, for example, I know somebody who they love gardening. Like right. it's, it's their place where they can connect <laughs> with the Lord and they love to just kind of get their hands in the soil and just they really connect with God in that way. And it's just really refreshing for them. I'm like, mm-hmm. that is like the farthest thing from refreshing <laughs> to me is to think about like trying to plant things and like you Make know, them grow. I, yeah, I don't, clearly I don't even know gardening terms. So like there's nothing about that that seems restful or rejuvenating uh-huh. to me. But for them, and it almost literally looks like work. Like that's not restful, that's mm-hmm. working. But for them, they love it. And, and it's something that they're passionate about and that they really feel connected with the Lord when they do it. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it really can take on so many different forms. And, and some people's may not even look like rest to other people. But that's the question I think to ask is like, what is it? That when I do it, I feel joy. I get excited about it. I love doing it. A pastor, one of my favorite pastors out of Texas, he asks the question, what is it in your life that stirs your affection for Jesus? Mm, I think that is a really cool way to even think about rejuvenating because anything that stirs my affection for Jesus is something I love. Yeah. And and so for a lot of people that might be nature. For a lot mm-hmm. of people that might be a coffee shop and a book. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it, it really can look so many different ways, but I love that question cuz I'm like what are the things that I do that when I do them I just feel close to the Lord. Mm-hmm. I just love him. My heart grows for him. And how can I get more of that in my yeah. life? And I think too just as we're hitting on just the different hindrances that come against self-care. 
I mean, really, another word for self-care is rest. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean just laying in my bed, staring at the ceiling. You know, we get the idea that rest equals sleep. No, rest is anything that allows you just to slow down and to have some peace Mm -hmm. and to be rejuvenated. But I I mean, it's not new news to you, me or anyone listening that our culture does not create space Mm -hmm. for rest. And that's why it feels counterintuitive sometimes. That's why it feels selfish. That's why it has to take intentionality because our culture is not going, it's time to slow down. Mm -hmm. But even if you look at scripture, why did did God build in Sabbath? Why did he build all these things in? But for us to really recognize that when we're able to build in those things that cause us to rest, we're that much better in every form and fashion and really able to bring so much more to everything that we do, whether it's ministry, whether it's family, whether it's school, whether it's job, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. when you really are intentional with that rest, it positions us so much to be just that better form of who we are mm-hmm. and to be able to give so much more to people. Yeah, for sure. I'm thinking back as we're discussing this about when I first started in youth ministry. And I mean, I was young, I was like mm-hmm. in my early twenties and didn't really know for sure what I was doing. And I remember getting into it. And after about a year, I remember going to these pastor I was working with and I was like, I don't think I can do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, okay, well, what's, what's going on? I'm like, I'm really tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I literally feel myself constantly thinking about all of the different problems that the kids are facing. And it's a lot. And I'm like getting almost numb. Yeah. Like I was just almost like, I don't even hardly care anymore like I knew something was not right and I I assumed I probably just wasn't cut out for this I probably right. should just quit now and that was when the book Boundaries ended up on my desk at work <laughs> very quickly after that and you know it was just a matter of me not understanding this at all mm-hmm. understanding how to take care of myself and how to set set those boundaries and how to build in rest and rejuvenation into my life there was none of it yeah. and so literally after one year of ministry I was ready to call it quits mm-hmm. burn out completely burnt out, you know? And so it was just an issue of somebody needing to tell me, Hey, you know what? It's okay. And in fact, if you want to be able to do this for many years to come, you better, or you will burn out. So I think it just was not only needing permission, but also being told if you don't, you're not going to last long at all. And so it's not just about you feeling better and feeling rested, but your longevity mm-hmm. in helping people. Yeah. So it's it's important for so many different reasons. And it's such a natural thing, but it also is such a spiritual thing. Like mm-hmm. You talked about Sabbath and all those things, like God built this in, but I often think of even the people I've counseled or different seasons of my life where it's like, you look at their lives and they're doing okay, but and it's like the enemy doesn't have a lot of access to them because they're pretty whole, they're doing okay, but they're so weary. Mm-hmm. And it's almost as though I can't, the enemy couldn't take them out through other things, so he's just going to wear them down yep. because they don't have some of this really simple stuff built in. Yep. But suddenly it really raises our defense, even in the spiritual realm, where we're suddenly able to go, wow, I don't have, I don't carry as much heaviness or weariness. I'm not burnout. I'm not those things because of the little bit that I do throughout the week mm-hmm. to make sure that I have some self-care built mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. And so I think too, because we try to be so practical at Mercy Talk, let's talk about a couple ideas mm-hmm. or options that even exist for people. Because I think sometimes what our, we always want to challenge ourselves to, especially with this time is that it's not just these ideas up in the sky, but it really is, okay, how do you practically do something with this? And so I know I was actually laughing at, you know, the list that we kind of came up with. Some of the things that I love to do, like I said, the coffee shop, going to get my chai tea, taking a drive, having music playing, even coloring. (laughs) Hey, that's a big thing these days. That's a big thing. Like you can go anywhere and find like adult coloring books, which is hilarious. (laughs) There's lots of, some of them are a little too intricate for me. I get real... (laughs) 
need bigger coloring space. Yeah, I need bigger flowers or something, not like little diagrams or something. Yeah. But there's something to be said. And it's hilarious. And I have, for Christmas, I asked for a coloring book. Mm-hmm. And my family got me like 120 crayons or something. So I'll sit there every now and then and color. And my I daughter will it. laugh at me. She's like, what are you doing, Mom? I'm like, just coloring. <laughs> But there's something to be said about yeah. it. You know, are there any specific things you can think of, Mel, yeah. that are self-care for you? You know, I honestly, I think we're going to kind of unpack this even a little bit more next week as far as just how to build this in. Yeah. But because I know myself well enough to know that I am, I am very introverted when it comes to how I re-energize. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is, I just need to be alone. Yeah. <laughs> need people to leave me. So, you know, it could look like so many different things. I love, I love nature. I love going to the park. Yeah. I love just sitting on a bench and just like literally like looking out at the water and just being still mm-hmm. um, or taking a book. I still haven't gotten myself to be able to relax enough to read just like fun fiction books, <laughs> but that's coming, you know, but just like something that really doesn't require a lot of brain power. Yeah. It's not about accomplishing and getting things done. It's that's literally good. just enjoyment. I'm the same that I love to just go and sit at a coffee shop mm-hmm. and just bring a book and cuddle up with me, myself, and the Lord. And, you know, (laughs) just like spend some of that time, whatever it is, like I said, at just being alone. But I think another practical piece that was really important for me, and I had to kind of learn this over time, even as good as my intentions might be to try to build it in, if Mm -hmm. I didn't literally schedule it, like put it on the calendar, Mm -hmm. it never happened because when you've got people calling you and wanting to set up this meeting or that meeting or this coffee date or this talk or whatever, like your calendar will fill up. Mm -hmm. And so I had to start putting it on my calendar and saying like, this is going to be some me time this week and maybe, you know, like find a couple of slots of time. And if someone wanted to hang out and do something, I've got plans Mm -hmm. and I do have plans. I mean, it's for me. Totally. (laughs) And so it's, it's totally worth putting it on the calendar and even blocking it off and protecting it just like you would protect a meeting with somebody else. Like Mm -hmm. that's, that's the time that you have to refresh and rejuvenate. So you got to protect it and just tell somebody I've got plans. Like it's on my calendar. I've got something scheduled. So, well, and that actually leads into this really cool quote that I found, um, by an author, Renee Peterson Trudeau. She actually speaks a lot about self-care and that kind of thing. So let me go ahead and read it. It says the next time you wonder if it's okay to take care of yourself, to put yourself first, to say no to a commitment that doesn't feel good, to take a walk, to explore your creativity, to read, to see a therapist, to take a nap, to rest, whatever your self-care includes, remind yourself that it's okay to care for yourself, that even more importantly, self-care is a must. It's a necessity. And I think that is really what it comes down to is this isn't something that's just a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. It really does come down to necessity, especially for people that are helping people, mm-hmm. especially for anyone that's in ministry or caring for others. This this isn't kind of one of those things you can kind of decide to do maybe here or there. It really is something I know that it's made a huge difference in my world, even as a mom and a wife and the things that I do that don't even have to do with work or ministry. Mm-hmm. To be able to have that time, suddenly I'm that much more full just to be that much better of a wife. Yeah. Or a mom, let alone yeah. all the other things that we pour into. Absolutely. Well, for those of you listening, just as a few takeaway questions yeah. to ponder. First of all, just how is your mm-hmm. personal self-care? How are you doing with that? Um, can you remember the last time that you took time to do something for yourself? Yeah. Something that you enjoyed, something that was restful to you? And if not, if that's an area of struggle, what do you think it is that's hindering Mm -hmm. you in that area? It could be many things. Um, I think we'll probably even touch on a few of them again next week. But but what is it? Maybe what are some of the things that run through your head? Like, I can't I can't rest. I don't have enough time to rest. 
it's selfish if I rest. What are the different things that kind of run through your mind when this comes up and that makes it hard for you to do that? And I would just challenge the listeners that if you don't already have it in your plans, think of one time over Mm -hmm. the next week, over the next seven days that you can take some time, put it on your calendar, put it on your schedule to do something that you love to do. And maybe this first time around, it's just figuring out what you love to do. If you've gotten to that point where you're like, I don't even know. I have no idea what I even Mm -hmm. like anymore. I haven't taken time to do anything for myself in forever. Then maybe it's just taking some time over the next week to think about that and think, what are the things that I love? What are the Mm -hmm. things I get excited about? What do I do when I feel close to the Lord? And how can I build that in? So those are just a few different questions and challenges to take away. And next week, we're going to talk a little bit more about just some of the different ways that we can practically build self-care into our lives. So I definitely encourage you to, to join us next week. And, um, you know, this is one of the things that we really do intentionally cover mm-hmm. in our workshops that we do when people are coming in. Uh, we have actually a whole group. We have a large group of people coming yeah. in uh, just next week here to Nashville for the Empower Workshop. And that is something that is really important that we cover with them Mm -hmm. um, at the workshops is this whole piece of taking care of yourself and just how to stay healthy and whole in the process of helping other people. This is uh, the self-care piece is part of that. We unpack a few other things, but it's funny how it has for a lot of people become their favorite session at the workshop. It's it's like, nobody tells me this. I just needed someone to give me permission and Mm -hmm. say, it's okay. And it's actually necessary. You know, so we get really passionate about this and what we're hearing from other people is that they get excited hearing about it. So we're, we're really excited about um, being able to talk about that more at these workshops. If that's something that you have not looked into, we would love to have you at one of our Empower workshops. We have another one coming up here in Nashville. It's too late to sign up for the one uh, next week, but we do have one coming up later in the fall here in Nashville. We have one happening in Canada. We have one happening in Monroe, in California. We've still got quite a few happening this year. So we just encourage you to go to mercymultiplied.com and check out when the workshops are happening for the rest of this year, depending on what area you live in, because we would love to have you get really excited about what's happening out of these workshops. So anyway, we hope that you will uh, join us next week as we continue to unpack this topic. 